Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. A sacrifice of praise Oh Lord, I want Oh Lord, I want To see Your glory I want to offer That sacrifice Sacrifice of praise Oh Lord, I want to see your glory I want to offer the sacrifice of One more time as usual. No. We want a special encounter with you tonight. That every one of us that are gathered here and those that are with us in far places, we will encounter you tonight afresh. And this encounter will we, we, we take our life from where it is to where it's supposed to be. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, let your word that is able to keep us and give us the inheritance we are supposed to have among the saints be released unto us tonight. Let the spirit of the living God in his fullness be made manifest in this meeting. That before we ever conclude the meeting tonight, we will experience not just a touch, but a transformation into your glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. For we have prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I welcome you to tonight's moment of encounter. And I would like us to please settle down and pay great attention tonight for the package that the Lord has for us. We are still dwelling on the theme, the overcoming faith. And for tonight, we are looking at the topic under that theme, the demonstration of our faith. 
the demonstration of our faith has to do with deliberate actions deliberate actions we must take to show prove and authenticate our faith if we have believed God and his word in our hearts there are actions we must take to demonstrate that faith in one of our definitions of faith we said faith is believing God's word confessing the word of God and acting it we have considered the two aspects believing the word and confessing the word in, pre, in the previous messages and we'll be looking at the third aspect today which is acting the word well the confession of our faith is part of the demonstration of our faith because it's an action that also shows and proves our faith but that's not enough Somebody can be confessing one thing and be acting another thing. That's why we need to look at how do we have a corresponding action to what we believe and to what we confess. That we authenticate our faith and you know, consequently release the power of God that will cause that faith to become a testimony. Action is the only way to prove that you have belief. If you do not act what you claim to believe, then you don't believe it. For example, if you believe that there is heaven and that it takes salvation through Jesus Christ and living a consistent, righteous, and holy life to make it there, then your actions must be in line with that belief. You must, you know surrender your life to Christ and get saved and then begin to live a life of righteousness and holiness if you are planning to make it to heaven again if you believe that you are not going to spend your eternity in hell or hellfire then your daily lifestyle and actions must be showing it your actions will always show your faith that's why you can always know who is a believer and who is an unbeliever when they talk, when they act. Because when you see a man that believes in Christ and is preparing for heaven, you will always see his action. Show him that this person believed that I am going somewhere. But the other person that, you know, he doesn't believe in heaven, he's just living his life anyhow. We are going to take some biblical examples on demonstration of faith, trying to understand it better from scriptural examples. Let's start with from the Old Testament, the experience of Hannah when she was praying for a child. It was on record in chapter 1 that they went to Shiloh, the whole family, Elkanah and uh, Penina, the other wife, and Hannah was in bitterness of soul because of barrenness of her life. The other woman, Penina, was mocking her, provoking her, and she began to cry. She did not eat. If you look at verse 7, the Bible said she, she did not eat. She was provoked by the other woman. She wept 
and she did not eat. That condition brought bitterness of soul to her and she was praying in verse 10 and she was weeping. Verse 11, she made a vow unto God concerning the baby that she's expecting. And then in verse 14, as Eli, the high priest, was observing her, he made a statement that this woman must be a drunken woman from wine. But Hannah answered in verse 15, said, My Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thy handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaints and grief have I spoken hitherto. Now look at what happened in verse 17 and 18. I want you to pay attention to that very uh, seriously. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of thee. And she said, Let thy handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Hannah believed the word that uh, uh, Eli spoke to her. Eli said, go, God has answered you. And she believed it. She put her faith in it. And as a result of that, she demonstrated that faith in the word that the high priest spoke to her. And she, you know, rose up from the place of prayer and did it. And her countenance was no more sad. Her look and her actions changed to demonstrate that she has believed what the man of God has told her concerning the prayer that she has prayed unto God. So, her actions showed, authenticated, and proved her faith. The demonstration of her faith are actions that shows that we have believed the Lord prior to the physical manifestations of our faith. Hannah has not conceived. Hannah has not, you know, had her baby as of that time. But she believed. That was why all her sorrow left. Her countenance, she did not pretend about it. This one is not uh, be confessing as we are pretending. No. She was, she just believed. And the, the faith she had reflected in her countenance. Her look changed immediately. People can always know your faith by your look and by your actions. Hannah's faith was discovered by her countenance. And by her action. I'm sure that when she was eating and you know the other woman saw her happy and all of that, that she would be wondering, what is it? I thought you are crying before because she enjoyed making her sad. But this time around, she has 
translated from the realm of unbelief to the realm of faith and everything changed about her in James chapter 2 verse 17 and verse 20 the author showed us that faith without works faith without works is dead in verse 26 he said a, a faith without work is like a body without spirit that is there, there is no life in that faith is a lifeless faith a living faith is a faith with works while a dead faith is a faith without works your works will always show that your faith is alive the demonstration of your faith the actions the confession that demonstrates your faith will show how alive your faith is in second chronicles chapter 20 jehoshaphat and the uh, children of judah they faced an army of great army of enemies that came to fight against them it was three countries joined together Moab, ammon and mount Seir. they gathered the bible said they, they were a multitude of armies gathered together against the country of judah and jehoshaphat was the king the bible says when she, he saw that he was afraid he feared that's an element of his humanity verse 3 and jehoshaphat feared but he didn't stop at fearing the bible said he set himself to seek the lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all judah and everybody gathered and they began to pray and he himself also stood up and prayed passionate prayer unto God. After the prayer, in verse 13, the Bible said, They stood, verse 13, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. They were waiting. When they finished praying, they were waiting to get a response from God. And as they were waiting, upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the spirit of the Lord came upon him in their midst and he began to prophesy. He said, Hacking you, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, King Jehoshaphat, do not be afraid or be dismayed by the reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Go down against it, against them tomorrow. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Verse 17. Set yourself, stand you still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, fear not. Remember that wherever there is fear, there is no faith. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. That was the word of God that came after they finished praying. There was a response. That's why you know, we always advise you that you don't base faith on your word. 
You don't say, God, please protect us in this battle. And then you say, yes, thank you because you have protected us. What is the response to that prayer? When they finished talking to God, they waited. Verse 13 said, they were standing still. Waiting to get a response. It was when God responded to their prayer that faith came up. Because faith comes by what? Hearing the word of God. Faith rose up in Jehoshaphat. And he spoke to them in verse verse, uh, 20. He said, hear me, O Judah, you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And look at what a funny thing he did in verse 21. You see, faith will translate you to a realm of fearlessness. They say three countries have gathered and they came with spears. They came with sword. They came with all kinds of uh, instruments of war. Jehoshaphat said, please, where are the Levites that sings? Let them arrange themselves, you know, rank by rank. And let them go out. They will be singing. And then we'll be following them with all kinds of instruments of music. People are coming to kill you with, uh, you know, all kinds of weapons. And your own weapon is sung. What is it that gave them that confidence? What is it that gave them that faith? It is the word they heard. Now, because there is faith, there must be demonstration of faith. Demonstration of faith cannot be, you cannot, you know, just maneuver it or just manipulate it. There must be faith. If there is faith, I tell you, there must be a demonstration of it. Actions that will show it must be there. So you see them singing as they were going out. And the Bible said, when they began to sing, God that spoke moved in the among the armies of the enemies and they began to kill themselves. Do you know what happened? By the time the Jehoshaphat and the singers came into the camp of the enemy, the Bible said, everybody was dead. Everybody. There was no single human being that was alive. Why and how? There was faith and there was demonstration of faith by their actions. There was no fear. If there is fear, there is no faith. And there, cannot, there can never be demonstration of faith. Rather, what you are going to see is demonstration of what? Fear and doubt. The demonstration of our faith releases the power of God to actualize what we have believed God for. That was what happened in this case. By the time they began to demonstrate their faith, by singing songs of praises unto God, the power of God was released and there was a performance. Luke 145. Blessed is she that believeth, because there shall be what? A performance. There shall be what? A performance. Look at Psalm 106, verse 12. It's an interesting verse of the scripture. Psalm 106, verse 12. What did he say? Psalm 106, verse 12. Then believed they his words. What did they do after that? They sang his praise. Because Jehoshaphat and the children of Judah believed the words of the Lord, what are they doing, please? In the midst of trouble, what are they doing, please? In the midst of sickness, what are they doing, please? 
in the midst of you know challenges of life in the midst of you know lack what are they doing they are singing his praise they are demonstrating faith in the one they are praising and he stepped out and performed and you know authenticated their faith they believed his word and they sang his praise may your mouth be full of praises as a result of your faith in God in the midst of troubles in the midst of situations that are seeming negative in the midst of situations that are challenging your life if you will believe his word remember it must be his word when you believe his word what will naturally come out of your mouth is his praises in Mark chapter 5 we saw the woman with the issue of blood from verse 24 to 34 this woman believed that she will receive her healing from Jesus she has heard about Christ and how Jesus is healing people She has had a lot of, you know, disappointments and experiences among physicians. The Bible says she has suffered many things in the hand of many physicians of her time. But when she heard about Jesus, she began to, she had faith. She believed that if I can meet him, that my problem, my sickness, age-long sickness, 12 years, it will go. That faith she had she confessed it she first of all demonstrated it by confessing it she said to herself if i will touch the hem of his garment she's not saying if i will go there and ask him to pray for me i know that i may not even be worthy of his prayer but let me just touch the hem of his garment if i will ever touch it i shall be made whole she believed it she confessed it and she stepped out into action the truth is that for her to be a woman of with, a, with an issue of blood her condition may be very terrible that she may even be ashamed of herself but she has to conquer shame she has to conquer all those limitations there are a crowd of people around Jesus they were touching him but she said I don't know what they are touching him for I know why I want to touch him I don't know why all these people came to program. I don't know why they are gathered for a moment of encounter, but I know why I, I am here. She had a faith she has confessed that this will be the end of this problem. If only I will, I will touch him today. Many times you go to church, you go to programs empty-hearted. There is no faith in what you are trusting God to do in your life. You have not even believed and you have not also confessed. That is why people go to programs, go to church, go to you know all kinds of conferences and they come back and they are the same. There is no predetermination. Jesus said, who touched me? People say, ah, Oga, all these people are touching you and you are asking who touched you. Jesus said, I know that virtue went out of my body power left me somebody touched me who is that person 
this woman demonstrated her faith by her action she didn't just say well i know that if i believe if i if i touch the hem of his garment i shall be made whole and then she she was she stayed where she was she she stepped out actions that will demonstrate your faith must be actions that correspond to your faith otherwise it will be actions that are demonstrating your own belief the actions of this woman corresponded to her faith corresponded to her confession and that brought about the performance of that which she believed in Luke chapter 17 we have the interesting very interesting story I hope you are moving to Luke 17 please let's be following the uh, scriptures that I lot to learn because I discovered that without demonstration of your faith there is no faith it is actually in the action that God is looking for God is looking for the action that shows your faith even the devil is waiting for the action eh? if you say you have believed the devil is waiting to see your action so that you will be able to also believe that you have believed in that James chapter 2 the Bible says that the devil believes and he trembles the only action he knows how to take is to tremble he doesn't do any other thing apart from trembling now look at Luke chapter 17 there are 10 lepers from verse 15 that met Christ on the road verse 13 says they lifted up their voices and said Jesus master have mercy on us and when he saw them he said unto them go show thyself unto the priest and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed excuse me can you can you look at that scripture properly Jesus said go and show yourself to the priest they were still leprous and the reason for going to the priest is for the priest to confirm that you are no longer a leper I don't know whether you are getting what I'm talking about there is a faith that these ten lepers had in that word that came from the Lord that as we are going the miracle will take place if it is me and you some of us here you know what you are going to say to Jesus? Huh? Okay? If I go to the priest like this, the priest will, will deal with me. Because I'm not even supposed to be in the, in the city. Lepers are supposed to be outside the city. How can I go into the city and then from the city into the temple with this kind of body as a leper? I beg, hear me first before I go. I am actually asking you to show me mercy. The mercy I, I am looking for is what? Healing. They are telling me to go and show myself to the priest when I'm still a leper. That's what some of us that are brainy, calculative, analytical, you begin to analyze it in your heart and say, hmm, what kind of thing is this one? I should go and show myself to the priest. I thought I came to you to heal me. Faith! We always believe and act before the result. You must demonstrate that you have believed before you see the result. I don't know whether you are getting me. 
this one is not a, a, a I believe I want to see the result first before I now believe where where uh-uh. they left as they were going on the way what happened what happened on the road on the road you know again I'm looking at how, how come these 10 lepers 10 of them had faith at the same time eh? you know if you have sometimes it's even 2 or 3 men eh? one will say okay let us go now but are you sure that this one we are going anything will happen but all of them they, they demonstrated faith together in unison they turned and they left in faith to go and show if people ask them when they are going where are you going all of you where are you going what would they answer we are going to the priest to do what but you are still a, a leper why are you still what, what kind of deception is that faith counters reasoning no wonder the bible says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not what do not lean do not lean on your understanding do not use your brain to calculate calculative people they don't usually have faith demonstration of our faith is to act on the word of god as if it had already happened that was what the lepers did they didn't wait for their bodies to be cleansed before they left they obeyed the instruction if you really believe then you must act as you have believed if you say by his stripes i am healed why are you lying down there you have covered yourself with the first blanket and you are demanding for the second one and when they ask you what is happening you say i am healed by his stripes what a contradiction your action is not corresponding to your feet please check the same mark oh the book of mark go back to the book of mark chapter 2 there are four friends that brought their paralytic friend to Jesus in Mark 2, 1-5. They brought a friend that was paralyzed for several years to Christ. But they noticed that the, the house where Christ was were crowded with men that was, you know, looking for him. Someone, they were listening to his teachings and, you know, everywhere we are, everywhere was very busy there. They wanted to enter, but they couldn't enter through the door. They wanted to enter through the window. They couldn't enter through the window. They told this person, please shift. Now we have an urgent case. We have an emergency. And the person turned and said, please, this is not hospital. We don't have intensive care unit here. Everybody was sitting where they are sitting. Nobody refused to shift. They thought about what to do. They were like, we have carried... I want, I want you to take understand what it means to carry a paralyzed man full-fledged man paralyzed on a bed the bible said they carried him on a bed now they pass through streets when they are on the road carrying this dead man on the bed and people met them and asked them where are you people going what do you think they answer them eh? we are going to where you know, the question is not even where do you think you are going. No. Which hospital are you carrying this man to? 
And he said, we are not taking him to hospital. We are taking him to Jesus. He said, Jesus, is he a doctor? Which medical school did they attend? He said, no, we believe that he can heal him. That was what made them. That action, they, they took that action and was carrying that man. It must be a heavy load. And I don't know the distance from where they carried him to where they, 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 they finally met Christ. And then they, they have to now open the roof. Eh? Whether they took permission from the owner of the house or not is what I don't know. But they climbed up and removed the zinc. I don't know whether they are using zinc then. Or I don't know what they are using. But they removed the roof. And lowered the man on a bed in front of where Jesus was teaching. You know the risk that is involved in doing that. How do you think they carried the bed up and carried the bed down? Why are they taking all those risks? Because they believe that if, if we ever bring this our friend before this man, that will be the end of story. If there is a shaking in their heart that if we get to him, we don't know, we are not sure whether anything will happen. They won't, they won't take that action. The reason why some of us have not taken some actions in your Christian life is because you are still doubting God. Some, some things, in fact, may, most times the journey of faith, the exploits of faith, they are risky journeys, risky actions. Actions that are risky in nature. If you don't believe God, absolutely, you will not be able to take such actions, to demonstrate your faith by those actions. That's why we have thousands of Christians all over. Thousands of believers all over. How many are really standing out for God as men and women of exploit? How many? They were convinced. The Bible said in verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, so what did Jesus see? Their faith. Is faith visible? You know, if they ask you, is faith visible? Just like saying, is love visible? These things are not visible. But when they are demonstrated, you do what? You will see them. He saw their faith. And then, he spoke to the man and said, Son, your sins are forgiven you. That was how that man got his he healing. Our faith can only become visible when it is demonstrated. And until your faith is visible, forget about the performance. Write it down. Our faith can only become visible when it is demonstrated. And until your faith is visible, Forget about the performance. It will not be performed. God will always wait for the visibility of your faith before the performance. And it is by demonstrating it with visible, viable actions that authenticates your faith, that validates your faith, so that God can now move into action. In Matthew 15, Please go to Matthew 15. We see another example of a woman. They call her the Canaanite woman. 
This woman came to Christ, begging Christ. Please, my daughter is sick. Heal this. Uh, come and uh, come and heal her. But Jesus did not say anything. Verse twenty-three said, "But he answered her not a word." Can you imagine that she was praying to Jesus? Jesus did not answer her prayer, even with a single word. To the extent that the disciples came and besought him, saying. This woman is crying after us. She is disturbing our peace. If you don't want to uh, answer her prayer, send her away so that we can have rest. The disciples were like, Jesus, please, this woman is creating a sin here. He's crying after us. Please, if you will not answer her, instead of keeping quiet, tell her something so that she will know what to do. If she wants to go away, let her go and find solution to her problem. <laughs> when the disciples talked like that, Jesus answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The woman came in verse 25 and said, The Bible said, Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. The statement that Jesus made was indicating that Jesus was not willing to do what? To listen to her or even to do anything to her or for her. But the moment Jesus spoke, she came. Even when there seems to be a negative response, she still came and worshipped and said, Lord, help me. And Jesus said, it is not good to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. She said, yes, it is truth. But even the dogs... Dogs, they eat of the crumbs which fell from their master's table. The Bible said, Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. She continued praying fervently, persistently, showing that she believed. Eh? our faith in the Lord can and must be demonstrated through our fervency and persistency in prayer until we get his response even when we have gotten his response and the response is seeming negative that does not mean you should quit this woman has demonstrated to us that even when God God's response to your prayer is in the negative you can still humble yourself and press further as long as what you are you know standing for or bargaining for is in line with the will of god there shall be a performance because your persistency is a demonstration of your faith eh? your persistency until there is a response that's the problem we normally have the bible says that jesus answered her not a word how many times have you gone to pray and you didn't hear anything from God and you came out and said, I didn't hear anything. So should we clap for you? Don't say that kind of thing where I am. Because if you say it, I will tell you, go back to prayer. Don't picture my God as a God that doesn't talk. He's, a, he's not a dumb God. He speaks till tomorrow. You must get a response. You need to persist. You need to wait on him. The woman waited. When the Lord opened his mouth and it was in the negative, she came and worshipped 
and pleaded and even responded trying to you know move the lord and the lord was actually moved let me be honest with us jesus was never willing to to do anything to her because he has made it clear jesus was not going to the um, um gentiles nation in his ministry he was not going to their nation when he was sending the disciples to go and preach and do miracle what did he tell them do not go to any of the gentile nation because my mandate in these three and a half years is to minister only to the children of israel so he was trying to stick to that this woman crossed her country and came because she heard the news yet she so much believed and demonstrated it by her persistency and fervency may god help us in jesus name look at john chapter 4 there was a noble man from Capanion, from verse 46 to 54 a noble man from Capanion. this man has a son that is sick to the point of death and he came to jesus and pleaded with him in verse 47 john chapter 4 verse 47 when he heard that jesus was come out of judah into galilee he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death then said jesus unto him except you see signs and wonders you will not believe the noble man said unto him sir come down before my child die jesus said unto him go your way thy son liveth and the man believed the word that jesus has spoken unto him and what was the corresponding action please he went his way He left his house with a, a son that is dying. I believe that he must have tried several hospitals as a noble man. I believe that even the family doctor has declared the boy. Eh? I will not be able to, no, no, no medical science will not be able to heal this kind of sickness. He's a noble man, so he has money. He has a family doctor. They have specialist hospitals, teaching hospitals they have gone to. But he heard that Jesus can heal. And when he was pleading with Jesus, Jesus said, Oga, I must not travel to Capernaum before your son will, will get healed. That's what, that, that was what he meant by saying, you want to see sign before you believe. The man did not understand what Jesus was saying. He said, please come down before my son die. Please come. I don't understand what you I am telling you that my son is dying. You're telling me something I don't understand. Please. <laughs> Jesus said, go your way. Your son lives. I see. Go your way, your son lives. The Bible said the man believed and demonstrated his faith by doing what? By going his way. For some of us, you will not go. In fact, some of us, if you are going, you'll be saying, well, I don't understand this kind of uh, go, you know. But uh, since they say I should go, make I go now. You know? Who knows what will happen before I reach out, whether the boy... I started digging the grave where they will bury the boy. He believed and went his way. May you believe and go your way. Demonstration of our faith we always show 
our strong conviction and belief in the efficacy of the word of God infallibility of the word of God you know the Bible says that he does not tell lies God does not lie now when we say we have believed the word then we must demonstrate to God that you, you are not telling lies if we demonstrate unbelief or fear or doubt you know what we end up showing to God we end up telling him that you are actually a liar and how can you be accusing God for lying and you expect his power to flow towards you we are going to be looking at practical ways of demonstrating our faith in various areas of life let's start with divine health we know scriptures that uh, spoke about divine health there are three of them what I mean by divine health is in Isaiah chapter 53 Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 he said by his stripes by the stripes of Jesus you are what? you are healed by the stripes of Jesus you are healed it was repeated in 1 Peter 2 verse 24 Jesus was beaten at nine strokes and the word of God told us that the reason for those strokes of Cain on him is a payment for our health our health has been paid for by the stripes of Jesus so the same way our salvation has been paid for that is the same way our health has been paid for in Matthew 8 17 the Bible said himself himself took our infirmities check it Matthew 8 verse 17 himself took our infirmities that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmity and bare our sicknesses took himself took our infirmity what is the meaning of our my infirmity and your infirmity has been what taken he took our infirmities please I think we need to read Isaiah 53 look at Isaiah 53 verse 4 said surely he has borne our griefs our griefs there is referring to our pains somebody has taken away our what our pains he has taken pains away what it means is that we are not supposed to have pain anymore because our pain has been taken away brothers and sisters this is the word of god and the bible says this thing you are um, um, we are reading is truth 
any other thing that is not in line with this thing that we are reading now is what? Is a lie. Is a lie. So, if you begin to see a symptom, and maybe you have you have mastered symptoms, eh? And something is telling you this is a a symptom of malaria, and all of that. You need to know if you believe this word that you are stri- by the stripes of Jesus you are healed. You need to know that you can't be having malaria at the same time that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. So you need to demonstrate your faith if you say I believe that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed then you have to confess it you have handled confession I am healed by his stripes but it is not ending in confession you must demonstrate you must show we say demonstration of our faith is a deliberate deliberate means anointing is not carrying you deliberate is that you are deliberate about it to show that I am not sick. You don't say that by his stripes I'm healed, and then you do your neck like this, and then you come with your your you know the countenance of Hannah changed when she believed. Your own countenance is full of sickness. You know, there's a way you look at somebody, you see sickness on his face. That's true now. I met one brother one day on the road. I saw his face full of sickness. I said, Brother, I hope you are aware. He says, Sir. For one month now, I have been suffering symptoms of malaria. And I have taken all kinds of malaria drug. In fact, where I'm going now is to get a new one that was recommended by a medical student to me because every other malaria drug I know has this sickness has defied it and it is one month now. So, (laughs) I say, let's go to look for the drug. I joined him and we went to look for the drug. We checked three chemist shop, asked him for that particular drug, and we didn't see it. So we came back. As he wanted to go somewhere, I wanted to depart at a particular road junction. I said, Brother, would you mind we going to your house now instead of where you want to go so that we will pray about this sickness? He said, Okay, let's go. So we went to his house. When we got to his house, I opened Isaiah 53 verse 5 to him. I said, even though I told you that we came to pray, but I want to show you that you are not sick for one month. The word of God does not tell us. The Bible says you are healed by his stripes. I told him, I gave him two options. I told him that I have anointing. I'm sure of that one. To heal you by anointing. But one thing about anointing healing is that after after healing you by anointing maybe after some time again you may still get sick but the second option is to believe that you are you are healed by his stripes 2000 years ago if you believe that now we are not going to pray we will just thank god for healing you so please can you choose one brother said i chose Thanksgiving. 
So we thanked God for healing him. We didn't pray. After thanking God for healing him, it was night. I went to my house. That was Saturday night. On Sunday morning, I was going back from church service. And I needed to uh, see how he was doing because his house was along the road. I met him sleeping. And I woke him up. He said, I am completely fine. I said, when? He said, that night after the Thanksgiving. He said, the sleep I'm sleeping now is that I went for night browse. That was when they are still doing night browse. <laughs> and that thing never returned back. Oh. In fact, some months later, we were in a mission ground. Mission. And this same brother, somebody got sick. He just told the brother, please go and meet Brochet. There is something he will, he will tell you. Go and meet him. And the person came and said, so and so brother said, I should come and meet you. I'm sick and all of that. I said, there's nothing, no. there's nothing. I don't pray for people. If you want me to pray, I will pray. But look at the options, the two options. Which one do you choose? People will always choose the one that is permanent. But the truth is that you must demonstrate your faith. That is the point. He's not saying, I am healed by his stripes and you are still lying down. What are you lying down doing? A healed man, does he lie down like that? When everybody is going to work, you are on the bed shaking and you say you are healed. Let me tell you how it works. That shaking will not stop until you rise up to do the normal thing you are supposed to do. Are you getting me? I was having some, some of the lies of the enemy like that. And I needed to go to pulpit to preach. And the lies were so serious that my hands were blocked. I was holding microphone and my hands were blocked. Out of the false, falsehood of Satan. It was so serious and so severe. But I, did, I discovered that as I'm preaching on the pulpit, I have to come out to preach because if I stay, if I stay back, the devil say, why don't you stay back? You can see that you are not well. I say, Satan, I can't stay back because I don't know what I will tell people that I'm doing that made me not to appear in the pulpit. If somebody comes and says, oh God, you didn't come to preach again, what will I tell the person? That's, I, I won't tell lies that I'm sick. I'm not sick. So I must be on the pulpit. So, and I, I noticed that I couldn't stand. I was trying to stand. <laughs> but I noticed that my strength was failing me. So I decided to sit down. And I told them that Jesus sat down and taught people on the mountain. So permit me to sit down and teach you. They, didn't, they never understood what was going on. But the truth is that those actions are showing the devil that this man is not on the same page with you. I don't believe his lie. The moment that uh, preaching was over, in fact, it was not even, it was 10, ten series of preaching over the weekend. But throughout it, we are on it. From one to another. 10 series. And each of them, none of them is, 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 uh, is less than one hour. But, you know, before you know it, as the program was ending, everything disappeared. Amen. Sometimes the devil will come and say, will you go to work today? Don't you see how they, they, his lies around your life is? I say to Satan, if I don't go to work today, and somebody say, okay, you know, go, come to work, what am I going to say? For me to demonstrate that I am not sick, I must be on my way to work. 
It is that demonstration that brings the performance of the word of God. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It is not, we are not standing, we are not standing alone on this matter. Go and read some of our elders, our fathers of faith. The story is the same thing. Go and read about how Kenneth Hagin came out of 17 year paralysis. He has to he has to stand up in the bed. Why he still he said nothing has happened to him, but he was acting by faith. It was that action. So let me tell you, it is the action that releases the power. What did I say now? The action that demonstrated your faith that brings the power of God into performance of the faith. So if you say that you you have believed God for divine health, excuse me please, you must learn to demonstrate that your faith by not acting sick, by not looking sick. You must look bright. Somebody say, sir, it's like you are not well. It's like the way you are looking. Say, excuse me, I am completely well. I am what? Completely well. Nothing is wrong with me. Amen. So, your actions will always demonstrate your faith. What of divine healing? When I'm talking about divine healing, I'm not talking about, you know, divine healing is somebody is sick and then you pray for the person to be healed. The context I'm talking about it here is in the context of you healing somebody. Before some of you will say, ah, is there a healing service this night? I'm talking about you healing somebody. That's divine healing. For believers, our portion is what? Divine health. For unbelievers, their portion is what? Divine healing. That is a sign. Jesus said in Mark 16, 17, these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they shall lay their hands on the sick. And the sick shall do what? The sick shall recover. Excuse me. Many of you that are afraid, you are afraid of contacting disease or infectious disease. You need to come out of that kind of thinking. Because the, 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 the level of oppression of a believer is never on that plane at all. Jesus said you shall lay your hands on the sick. And what will happen? Has the word of God become false? Has the word of God become false? Why are you afraid of laying your hands on the sick? Why are you afraid? Don't you believe the word of God again? That's what we are talking about. He said, these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they shall lay their hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. Do you believe this? If you believe this, why are you afraid of laying your hands on the sick? Or did he say on a special kind of sick? You know, some of you will like to lay hands on headache. You will not like to lay hands on COVID-19 or um, cancer or HIV. This, this sick or this sickness, is it, is it uh, uh, classified? No. The sick is the sick.
is either we have faith or we don't have faith write it down with your name is either I have faith or I don't have faith we should stop deceiving ourselves if God said these signs shall follow those who believe and they shall lay their hands on the sick why is it that your father told you I am sick the next thing that came out of your mouth is have you taken my uh, uh, paracetamol or have you gone for test why didn't you lay hands I don't know whether you notice that the recommendation of drug is coming out of our mouth faster than praying for people eh? somebody say I have been sick for some time now please you know and he's breathing fast <laughs> I say excuse me you are not sick he's a, he's a Christ he's a believer you are not sick for some time now you are not sick you are not how do I know that you are not sick the word said you are healed by his stripes if God is a liar let us agree please can we agree that God is a liar so that we will forget about this thing we are preaching if our God is saying the truth why don't you demonstrate your faith when you finish preaching the gospel why don't you ask is there any sick person here so that I will demonstrate demonstrate my faith on the word amen I have see, see this scripture is not there's no condition here the only thing is did you believe I have used this scripture and prayed for the sick and they have gotten well a good number and you can do the same because I'm not a special believer and there's no, nothing like that amen the same thing with deliverance say they shall cast out devil, demons they shall do what these signs shall follow the, those who believe in my name they shall do what cast out devils cast out devils in my name so why if let there be hundred believers ask them how many of you have con conducted deliverance before how many of you hundred of you have conducted deliverance before how many do you think we raise their hand how many sometimes you will not get two percent you begin to ask the rest why some people you know their problem seven sons of Skiba. some of them will, they are so afraid of demon that they won't even try to you wonder you wonder what we are really professing or what we are do we really believe in in this god somebody is demon possessed somebody is mad somebody is having demons and you know this is a demon and jesus said in my name you shall cast that demon why don't you demonstrate it why are you afraid eh? does he mean that the word of god is not true that you will not cast out demon in his name again in receiving demonstration of our faith in receiving and doing miracles in receiving miracles and doing miracles how many of you want to receive miracle you want miracle everybody wants miracle now that's why we like songs of miracle come and do a miracle we like those songs but receiving miracles from god and performing miracles has principles of faith too is also by faith 
Look at the miracles that Jesus did when he turned water to wine. You know, you know the story. When he turned water to wine, what happened? The mother came and said, Son, why has finished? He said, Woman, what have I to do with you? My time has not come. That woman believed in his son. That was why he came. He has seen things. The Bible said that that is the first miracle Jesus ever performed. But Mary have noticed that even though this man has not performed miracle before, but living with him for 30 years, I'm seeing that this cannot be an ordinary person. Are, are you getting it? That was why he came. He believed that he can do something about it. That faith made Mary to come and ask. And when Jesus responded the way he responded, she would have been gotten discouraged and say, why is my son? I carried nine months calling me woman. Eh? Most times you need to be very humble before you, 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 you receive your miracle, before you, you can act and collect things by faith. She said to the people, please, whatever he tells you to do, do. I have spoken to him better. I don't know. He may tell you something. Even though she, he did not respond in, in, in the, in the uh, posit, um, positive. But whatever he tells you to do, do. So those uh, young people that are there, Jesus came and said, Oh yeah, fill this place with water. <laughs> the first question they would have asked is, For what? But because the woman have said, Just do. They obeyed. And then when he, they finished filling it with water, he said, oh, yeah, take the water. Collect the water. Go and give it to the chief of the ceremonies. Master of ceremony. Go and give him, give him water. Is it water that the man is looking for? What is he looking for? The person that is to collect the water to go should ask, I hope I am still, eh? I'm not mad. Because I don't know why I should collect water to go and give the man. But you know what happened? As he was going, what happened to the water? Eh? Both the one is carrying and the one that is there turned to wine. Miracles. You know, some of you think that miracles happen by much prayer. Jesus started praying and said, Oh God, turn this water to become wine. That is what some of us will do. Action. Somebody say action. Fill this place with water. Take the water. Start action immediately and you will see miracle. Begin the action right away. And then miracle will follow. Everywhere he did miracle, the same thing. When he is to feed 5,000. Eh? How many uh, fishes do you have? Three. How many loaves of bread? Five. He said, make them to sit down. And they made them to sit down in fifties and in hundreds. Then he called the disciples and said, okay. The Bible said he broke the bread and gave to them. And shared the fish and gave to them. After he has given thanks. He didn't pray. Because some of you will go and pray. Especially you. You will start praying. And say, oh God, please now. Turn this, uh, this bread to, to... He didn't pray. He just said, Father, thank you. And blessed. And then break it and gave to them. Look at the disciples. I know someone like Thomas will be saying in his heart, this one that they gave me, is it one person will eat it or two persons? 
But because of action, they took action to go and share. They noticed that when they, you know, remove from the one they are holding, before they would bring their hand to remove again, there was a replacement. Do you think that such miracle is impossible in our time? When Jesus said that greater works than I have done that you will do. By what? By faith. So, whether you are to receive your miracle, okay, you see, please listen. At this realm of operation of faith, you must learn not, to, not just to believe the word of God, but also to believe your word. You must learn to do what? To believe your word. After all, last week, the Lord taught us that you shall have whatsoever you did what? You said. When he caused the fig tree in Mark 11 from verse 24, from verse um, um, Mark 11 from verse 12 to 24. He caused the fig tree and went his way. He said, nobody should eat from you again. And went his way. Do you know that if it is you, eh, when you cause the fig tree, say, die. And you notice that the thing is not dying as you commanded. What is the next thing? Ah, this thing is see green. Oh. He, he spoke to the, the fig tree and did what? And went his way. That particular phrase, went his way or go his way. Go your way. You must learn it if you are to act like it. You don't start doing analysis. What I said, is it happening? Or you command the demon to go and you start shaking, is the demon going? That's where you will miss it. Did Jesus say, eh, in my name you shall cast out demon? Eh? In my name you shall cast out demon, but you must watch and be sure that demon has left before you go. Once you give a command, you would spirit, get out! Believe the word of God and believe your word believe your command that this command you gave must be obeyed and I tell you I tell you the truth it must be obeyed somebody say action you must be a man of action for you to be a man of faith what about marriage how do you demonstrate your faith when you are believing God for a life partner. You first of all, you must know scriptures that, you know, spoke about God giving you a life partner. You must know scriptures that talked about it. Isaiah 34 verse 16 said that none of them shall want harm his met. None of them. That God, God will provide. You need to read that verse. Isaiah 34 Isaiah 34 verse 16 Some of you that are praying for marriage You don't know the scriptures to use Seek you out of the book of the Lord And read No one of these shall fail None shall want her met For my mouth For my mouth it has commanded And his spirit it has gathered It has gathered them None shall want her mate. As if this is a female looking for her husband. Because I noticed that the issue of having a husband concerns sisters more. They always uh, are 
concerned and worried about it. That's why I say, none shall want her mate. In fact, if you read the verse before, you will notice that he's talking about animals. The verse before, he's talking about animals. But the understanding is, if God is to care for animals' marriage, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting me. You know, like what Jesus said, if he can feed the bed of the air, how much more you? If God has is standing and saying that every animal must find her husband, every female animal must find her husband, how much more you? I don't know whether somebody is getting me. And you know, you must learn to hold God by his word and believe God according to his word. And in Jeremiah 29, he said, take your wives and have sons and daughters and give your uh, daughters to husband and your get wives for your... Showing that every son that wants to have wife should have wife. Sign it by God. Every... I, Jeremiah 29, verse 6. Now, it's not just knowing the scripture. When you finish knowing the scripture, praying over the scripture, then you have to believe. And when you believe... You have to act. Proverbs 18 verse 22 said, He that findeth a wife, findeth what? A good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. Now, sisters, listen. If you are looking for a husband, what will be husbands are looking for? They are not finding woman. They are not looking for woman. They are looking for wife. If you are hoping that you will get married as a sister, it's not only praying and say, God, I'm holding you by your watch. Please, I need my husband. Are you sure that you are a wife? Because when brothers are looking for uh, somebody to marry, they are not looking for woman. They are looking for what? I'm not hearing you. They are looking for wife. So if a sister, you have not known what it means to be a wife. You have not known how a wife can submit to her husband. You have not studied anything about being a wife material. A good one. And you are saying, oh God, why is, why is no brother proposing to me? Why I, I, Have you put yourself in a wife position? Will you fit in into a husband's life? Because it is he that findeth a wife. Are you getting it? What men are finding is what? It's not a woman. So if you say you're a sister and you say, I am believing God that will get married this year, then what are you going to do this year to demonstrate that you're believing God? You must begin to train yourself to be a wife. It is when God sees how you are, you know, you know what people are doing in trying to, they do incantation. They get a, a, a list of a quality they need in a man and they begin to do incantation and, and say that is faith. No. Put you, I have seen things. I've seen a sister saying, I'm, I've had five proposals in one year from different brothers. You had another sister say, I've not even had a single proposal for the five, past five years. Why? Shake that one that is not having proposal. You may notice that there is no wife material inside of her. And when brothers that are looking for wife are looking at her. They will not see any wife there. And this one that has, has prepared her, herself as a wife material, what is happening? Anyone who is looking for a wife, what is he doing? He's finding her. Mandina, 
both those that are carnal and those who are, you know, they will say, God said. Including one, the one that they, their mind said. They say, God said, you are my wife. It's not true. I don't know where you're getting me. So, the action you must take as a sister to demonstrate your faith that you want God to give you a husband this year is to become what? Train yourself. Find out what, how a woman... You, don't, you have not even learned submission. You have not known what submission is. You are saying, God, I believe you. I, and they say, uh, it's a marriage, marriage program. The theme is, I must marry by fire this year. And then, you are going there. All kinds of prayers. You are actually going to get married, but that your marriage will not, you not like it. Prepare yourself so that by the time you, you, you have prepared, you have demonstrated your faith to God that I'm ready for marriage by learning what it means to be a wife. It's not when God wants to take, bring a help meet to his you know, son. Then you are not a help meet in any way. And you are saying you want God to, to, to give you a husband. Sister, if you want to demonstrate your faith that you are believing God for marriage, please go and know what it means to be a helpmate to a man. A man of God because I don't know whether you want to marry unbeliever. That's for sisters. Please can we face brothers now? Let us read their own. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 27. If you are holding Good News Bible, I would like to read it from Good News. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 27. Good news Bible. Okay, let me read. Don't build your house and establish a home until your fields are ready and you are sure that you can earn a living. Proverbs 24, 27. Don't think of establishing a home until you are sure that you can earn a living. Sometimes I see a brother say, I, I'm trusting God I will marry this year. You never get a job. You never get something to feed your wife or to feed your children with. And you, See, the, the first faith to have is the faith to do what? For God to give you what to establish the home with. That's where to start demonstrating your faith. For brothers. Because you, you, don't, you don't go to your in-law's house with a bag of pure water. I say, please, you people should understand that I'm a, a child of God. I'm trusting God that things will be well very soon. But permit me to marry with a bag of pure water, please. No. If you are, say, I, as a brother, then the first faith to have is to do what? Let him establish you first. So, take note of that verse. Brothers should take note of this verse. Proverbs 24, 27. What of demonstrating your faith in the fruit of the womb? In having the fruit of the womb. Many, many people are afraid when they are about to get married. I'm talking about believers because some believers, they don't care. They will do testing. The man will say, no, you are pregnant, you know, go where do? If you pregnant, if you are pregnant, then we now go for pregnant, pregnancy test. If it's now positive, we now start preparing for our wedding. That is unbelievers. Now, believers, you are not supposed to, you know, do that. You are not supposed to go into immorality before marriage. But why is it that several believers, when they are about to get married, they will be afraid? I don't know whether I will have a child. So we even be afraid. I don't know whether I will have a male child. How do you demonstrate your faith 
first of all you must know the scriptures and believe the word Exodus 23, 25 and 26 God said that none shall be barren among my people that is established in the word of God none shall be barren among my people you must see you must believe the word of God and then Jeremiah 29 6 says you shall not only have daughters or only sons you shall have what sons and daughters so if you are believing God for the fruit of the womb as a, a woman that is married and maybe sometimes there could be delay delay does not mean that you are, you are barren it could be for you to exercise your faith and grow in faith it could be that God wants you to grow in some certain areas of your spiritual life and come up in some certain quarters in your spiritual life or journey. God can never go against his word. So, how do you demonstrate your faith? When you believe God, go to the market, sister, and start buying baby materials. Name your baby. You are not pregnant, but write the name of your baby. Anywhere you, you will be happy looking at it. That action, as you are going to the market, you tell God, please, I'm going to the market to buy cloth for uh, my son, if I. You are not pregnant, too. And please help me, Holy Spirit, guide me in the choice of cloth for if I. That's how to demonstrate your faith. Eh? I don't know whether you're getting me. That action is what God is looking for. That we really stop complaining. Some people will say, please, there's a place where we go. Stop going anywhere. The, the more you go, the more you are demonstrating your own belief. There is a God in heaven that can answer your prayer. And when you trust him, show him that you have trusted him, that my baby will soon be here. If you are believing God for a male child or a female child and you are pregnant, let me tell you, even if they, you have gone for the one they call scanning, and they say it is the other way. You can still believe God. Change it. You can change it by faith. I have, I, we have had the same experience in our own family. They say it's, 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 a, it's a female. By the scan. I came back. I, my wife came back and said it's a lie. It's a male. We named him. We stood there. When the baby was born, it was a boy. Yes, I told God, I said, God, is it true that they change sex of baby in the womb? I used to hear that Satan and his agents do that. God said, if the devil can kill a baby in the womb, why is he changing a sex that he cannot do? I said, eh. So it's true that he does that. I said, yes. He can kill a baby in the womb. He can also change the sex. I said, okay. Then, he must have learned it from you. Because the devil is a created uh, being. You are the one that created the devil. So he couldn't conceive anything that he has not seen. He has seen where you are doing it. That's why he learned it. Therefore, do what? Change this one. They have already said in the hospital. Change it. And it happened that way. My wife said, when she is buying the, uh, a cloth for, for, uh, for a baby boy, she's like, one voice is telling her, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. He's a boy. Hallelujah. Demonstrate your faith. Tell your neighbor. Neighbor, do you want your faith to work? Demonstrate it.
What of divine provision? You must know the scriptures again that talked about that. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. That's a powerful scripture. You must also know the one that was in um, Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his what? Riches in glory. Divine provision is a reality. God has promised that you shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Eh? And my God shall supply all my needs. Not some of them. All of them. Jesus said, if he will not allow a bed to go hungry, how much more of you? Oh, you of little faith. May you not be of little faith in Jesus' name. How do you demonstrate your faith in divine provision? Number one, you must not be a borrower. You must wait for God to provide. Borrowing is a demonstration of your unbelief and fear and doubt in God. Begging is a demonstration of your fear and unbelief and doubt. If you don't have money to pay your house rent, brother, pray. Get on your knees and cry to God. Don't say, I don't know how it will come. It will come. Believe God. If you don't have money to pay your school fees as a student, stop borrowing. Stop begging. If you don't have money to eat, talk to God. Talk to Him. He's faithful to provide. No borrowing, no begging. Proverbs 22 verse 7 says, The rich ruleth over the poor. And a borrower is what? A servant to the lender. And the Bible says you shall not borrow, but you shall lend to many nations. It's not your portion as a child of God to, to be a borrower. He says you shall not borrow, you shall lend. Deuteronomy chapter 28. So, number one, learn to stop borrowing. Learn to stop begging. The Lord is able to provide your need. Again, if you are trusting God to provide for you, are you a giver? Eh? That verse in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says that, says that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Go and read the verses before it. You notice that the people of Philippians that Paul was talking to about, they are, they are givers. They are men that, and women that have learned to respond to the need of Paul. They give to this man of God. Paul said, please, you need to read that scripture. Please, go to, go to Philippians. You need to see that because sometimes we use that scripture. You see a believer that is so stingy. You have not given to anybody. You have not given to any man of God. You have not given to and even the, the widows or anybody at all. And you are quoting, my God shall supply all my needs. Please, that scripture is to people that are giving. Look at verse uh, 15. Now, you Philippians, Philippians 4.15. Know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity, my needs. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound and am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which we are sent from you, an order of a sweet smell. 
a sacrifice acceptable where pleasing to God. Verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs. Which people is he talking about? These givers. If you have 1,000 naira, and that is all you have, don't finish it. If it is possible, take 500 naira and eat. Give out 500 naira. Before you know it, as you are giving out 500 naira, you may get 1,005 back, or more, much more than that. The way for the money not to finish is don't allow the thing to finish in your mouth. Before the thing is finished, do what? Send it out. Be a giver so that you will not be, be lacking. It's a law. Divine provision is not just by saying, eh, God shall supply all my needs. And the Lord is my shepherd. The, the people that are talking, they are people that know how to give. If you want God to give you, you must learn to give to God and also, there's what we call thanksgiving and giving. Thanksgiving to God, giving to men. Thanksgiving to God, giving to men. Then you are ready for receiving. Two more and we are done. Divine protection. Divine protection. How do you demonstrate your faith for divine protection? Please shake the same Psalm 23, but I want you to go there. Even if you know Psalm 23 in your heart, go to Psalm 23 now. I want you to take note of verse 4 and verse 5. He said, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. We are in the presence of my enemies. If you believe in divine protection, you will not pray that your enemies will fall and die. Or the newest one that came in town, that, that they will die and dry up. No. You will say to God, let my enemies live, but my table shall be prepared. Table of salad with rice and um, banana, all kinds of, you know, food. You will prepare it, and these enemies will be watching me doing what? Eating and drinking and enjoying myself. That is our portion. They need to be alive so that they will see the goodness of God upon my life. Ah! Why will they die? It's because you don't know the power of the presence of God. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no COVID-19. I shall fear no, no evil. What kind of evil are you afraid of? It's because you don't know what it means that God is with a man. He said, why? For thou art with what? Hey! Please run to Philippians, um, Hebrews chapter 13. Run, run, run. Hebrews chapter 13. You need to see what is in verse. Verse 5 and verse 6. For thou art with me. Verse 5 says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall what do to me. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Matthew 28 20. And lo, I am with you always. 
Do you know the, the meaning of the presence of God? Do you know what it means that God... He said, even though I walk through the valley, valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall what? And any mouth that rises up against you shall, in judgment shall be what? Or the much familiar Psalm 91 that we know. He said, no evil shall ever befall you. And no plague shall ever come near your dwelling. Why? Because you are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. And you are abiding under the shadow of who? The Almighty. So if you believe these things, why are you afraid? Sometimes, some of the prayers we pray, I've seen people that when they enter bus, they say, please let us pray. You think they are planning to preach. They are not planning to preach. They are just afraid of accidents. And their hope is in that prayer. Anytime I'm driving out, I normally pray. But I always say to God and to Satan, please, sir, I'm just, I just want to thank you. And I say to Satan, this prayer is, is not because I'm a, I, I'm, I can't, whether I pray or I don't pray, I will not have accidents. Because he is with me. I'm only praying because I need to appreciate him and pray without ceasing, thanking him always. Are you getting what I'm saying? You see, there are some prayers, there are some actions that are demonstration of your fear, not your faith. If you believe, eh, there is no shaking. Sometimes, demonstration of your faith is by no shaking. While others are shouting and praying, you are not, you are not even shaking. That's a demonstration. I, I hope you understand what I mean. Like, Jesus was in the boat sleeping, and the disciples were crying. They are taking action, but that action is a demonstration of what? Of fear. Jesus was not taking action. His inaction is what? Demonstration of faith that we are crossing over. Nothing will happen. May you, may you be a man of faith. A man of faith action in the name of Jesus Christ. Finally, we are looking at divine prosperity. How many of you want to be prosperous? You don't want poverty to poverty your life. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. God was speaking to Moses and he said, You shall remember the Lord your God because it is the Lord your God that gave you power to make wealth. That's a scripture you must know if you want to enjoy divine prosperity. And you must also know 3 John chapter 2. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health. As your soul prospereth. The difference between divine prosperity and worldly prosperity is that in worldly prosperity, you prosper as your soul is growing lame, is dying. But divine prosperity is you prosper as your soul what? Prospers. Are you, are you getting it? We are talking about divine prosperity. So you must know that it is the will of God, it is the plan of God, it is the wish of God, it is the purpose of God that you prosper physically as your spiritual life is prospering. And that is how you know that you are, you are in divine prosperity. And it is your portion. Point at me and say, divine prosperity is your portion. 
I, I say you should point at me. And I didn't say you should point at yourself. So somebody is pointing at himself with one hand and pointing at me with one hand. I think you are very wise. It's our portion. God said it. But you must not prosper at the detriment of your soul. At the detriment of your spiritual life. That becomes worldly, satanic prosperity that will take you to hell. Jesus said, the nations of the Gentiles, they are seeking every all kinds of things. In Matthew 6, 34, 35. But seek you first the kingdom of God. And what will happen? Every other thing shall be added unto you. And that is where demonstration of our faith in divine prosperity comes. Let me start with Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. It is the Lord your God that gives you power to make wealth. He didn't say that the Lord your God gives you wealth. Please, when you read the Bible, read the Bible well. He did not say that the Lord your God gives you what? Wealth. The Lord your God gives you power, wisdom, capacity, grace, strategy to make wealth. One day I was praying for a particular amount of money and I was seriously praying that it was a midnight. I was going, walking to and fro saying, God, this amount of money, must, you must provide it, Lord. I need it. Lord, please, don't deny me this money. I was praying, praying, praying. After a while, God said, Son, sit down. Because I was actually agitated. So I sat down. He said, The way you are praying and asking me for this amount of money this night, it's like you are expecting as you are praying, the money will just fall down from heaven and land. I think I was asking God for one million naira that day. Something like that. He said, no, that I'm not going to throw the money down. That what I will give you, this, what I will give you, if I want to give you this money, is to give you something to do for the money to happen or for the money to come. I will give you, there's a way I will, you know, a wisdom I will give you. I said, what is that wisdom? He said, go and sleep. It's not now. <laughs> so I have to go and sleep. And later, the day I was not even expecting, he gave me the wisdom. Hallelujah. So, God will give you not the... If he, let me tell you, if a fisherman gives you fish, when you finish it, eating the fish, what will you do? You start begging for fish again. But if he teaches you how to fish, if he gives you the power to, to get fish, then you, that, that's when you know that you cannot lack fish again. He said, the Lord your God will give you what? Power to make wealth. Who will make wealth? You! Not God will make wealth. But he will give you the capacity, the ability, the strategy. Somebody should pray and say, God, I need that power. I need that wisdom. And then when you say I need it, you say I receive it. And when you receive it, then action starts. You have to move out to walk. You have to get, get to know the exact wisdom, the peculiar. That's why I said God may give this person you know, wisdom to, to do uh, this uh, POS business. And that is where his own wealth will come. But if you go and say let me try it because he's prospering, you will fall to, to, to zero. You must get your own. What will prosper this sister will not be what will prosper you. You will need to get your own peculiarly and particularly from him. Is somebody getting me? If you are getting me, say I'm getting you. That is the action. 
the action of seeking the kingdom of God first is also there. Because if you say, I believe that God will give me every other thing, then you must take the action of seeking the kingdom. That, that action of seeking the kingdom of God, what does it mean? I will glorify God and advance his kingdom, build his church by whatever God is going to put in my hand. If you take that stand and you begin to demonstrate it by what you have presently, then you are telling God that if you give me more, I will do more. I want you to pray at this point. We are talking about the demonstration of our faith. That is actually the climax of faith. If you say, I believe, then you must demonstrate it. You must show it deliberately. You must show it. Not as if you don't know. You must know that I'm showing my faith. Ah, brother, it's like you are sick the way you are looking. I am not sick. I'm okay. Is there any other thing you have to say? You are demonstrating. You are showing it consciously that you, you believe the world. You are living according to the world. In a few minutes, can you say to God, thank you for your word today. I'm sorry for the ways I have not demonstrated my faith before now. I'm sorry for the ways I have lived and demonstrated fear, demonstrated unbelief, demonstrated doubt instead of faith. Please forgive me. Today, I have learned it. I want to apply myself to it. I want to live by demonstrating my faith every day in every aspect we, we god helped us to go through we saw divine health we saw you ministering divine healing healing people and delivering people from the power of satan you must not be afraid of anything the bible says the lord will help me i will not fear what man will do to me he said i will never leave you nor forsake you Make up your mind oh, for, for standing in faith. It's so important. The Bible says we, we stand by faith. We walk by faith. Even we, we, we sit by faith. Everything is by faith. For without it, we cannot please God. Demonstration of our faith. From today, you must begin to demonstrate your faith by confessing your faith, standing on your faith, refusing, refusing to be shaken, confessing it, acting it out. If you don't say that I'm believing God for divine prosperity, but you are lazy, you are not diligent. Instead of you to, to go out for contracts, find strategy on how to get contracts and put yourself to doing it so that the world will start coming. You are waiting for some one kind of lazy miracle to happen. No. Demonstrate your faith. What he gives you is the power. The power to make wealth. The, the wisdom, the strategy.
to begin to walk in the realm of demonstration to go beyond the place of believing in my heart to go beyond the place of professing it with my mouth to come to the place of demonstrating it to Lord to come to the place of, 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 of showing God that indeed I believe in you that my actions and what I profess to perform Pray well, pray well, pray well, pray in this world so that you will be a man demonstrating your faith. Lay your hands on the seat, stand on the word of God, stop shaking whether it will work. Believe your word, believe the word of God, believe that it is already working. Confess that it has worked. Cast demons out in all with a word, it works. Believe it. To work miracles, oh Lord, to demonstrate what all that you say that should go forth and demonstrate. Machine Lagados to demonstrate faith in my marriage, to demonstrate faith in my finance, to demonstrate faith in my health, to demonstrate faith in all that You have learned how to demonstrate faith in praying for marriage, in believing God for a child. Whatever you are, you are believing God for. There is a scripture for it. And you must believe it and demonstrate it. Faith must be demonstrated. He has carried our pain. Your pain has been carried. Refuse to recognize that pain. Act your faith. Act as a man that has no pain. Continue it. Stand on it. If, you, if your faith is, is strong, give glory to God. To move out in the knowledge of your power and show God my faith. To move out in the knowledge of your power and to show that indeed I believe you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because of time, I will just call one more prayer point, but I expect you to continue praying even this night. See, so this word of God that is coming to us, don't just after now. You just say, hey, thank God, this night is wonderful. Then you just continue casually. Go back to them. Go back to... See, that it has been preached does not mean that it has entered your life. You need to pray, pray them inside your life. You need to take time. As the word of God... Okay, we have spent almost one hour, uh, 30 minutes or more. You need something like one hour, 30 minutes or more to pray in over this word. But the problem we have is that after now, you just go and relax. And they say, hey, how was moment of encounter? It was wonderful. It was great. It was beautiful. And you will never go back to it again. Next week, you come again. 
you are not you are not really assimilating what is going on so i advise you take more time to go back to these things and make sure that you pray well personally over them now Psalm 106 verse 12 said they believed his word and they sang his praise can you say god i believe your word i believe your word and from today i will be singing your praise in every area of my life in every aspect of my life I, I, I believe your word and I will sing your praise I will continue to sing your praise I will keep singing I will keep singing they believe his word and then they sang his praise they believe his word and then they sang his praise singing the praises of God is an evidence of faith is an evidence praises and worship thanksgiving is an evidence of faith i believe you lord i will sing your praise i will sing your praise forever i will praise you lord that my heart shall keep magnifying you lord over anything i'm believing you for Lord, that I will express my confidence in you in the place of praise and worship. That I will express the fact that I believe Thank you, that indeed you perform, O oh Lord, in the place of praise and glory. Your praises will be in my mouth always. No time for sorrow. No time for sorrow or regret or complaint or worry. His praises are a lifestyle of praise, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. A lifestyle of worship, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. brother, with your high praise on my lips, oh Lord. May Swande Dodoski Mata, Ezeto Yaligaboshinatande, be the glory, great is he has done so love he. I wanna be gave us his song Who yield his life and atonement for sin And all the life is that Therefore, I have spoken. Shall come upon every one of us tonight. 
that we will not just believe but we will speak we will not just speak we will also demonstrate and act it out and by acting our faith we will activate the power of faith to perform that which we have believed from today make us men and women of action faith action not just you know faith confession or faith believing but also faith action we will not just be men of faith confession we will be men and women of faith action in the name of jesus thank you for answering this prayer for we have prayed it in the name of jesus christ tonight um, it was brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors in Ugu, Nigeria just as we always say if you have questions testimonies or comments as regards this topic and other topics that have been preached previously do well to send an email to calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com the email again is calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com and for further information on our programs and messages that will be of great blessing to you please do well to visit our website which is at www.calvarywayonline.org i repeat www.calvarywayonline.org could also like our facebook and telegram pages which is at calvaryway revival labels to get these and many more spirit-filled messages we'll be back same time next week on the same channel until then do endeavor to put into practice the word that you have heard today and may the almighty god preserve and keep you in these evil days god bless you and good night